Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to bringing you value in your career or candidate search. My name is Casey Haston, and I'm going to be your host today. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and all-around hiring guru. Today, I am so excited to introduce you to our guest. Our guest today is the extraordinary Mr. Bill Wallace, founder of the almost 31-year-old networking organization, Success North Dallas, certified professional coach, and chairman and CEO of the Wallace Companies. Bill's passion for connection making stems from his expert skill in connecting the right people at the right time for the right reasons. He's going to talk to us a little bit about that today and tell us about Success North Dallas and the power of networking and all the good things today. So Bill, welcome to the show. I'm honored to be here. Wow, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think so, too. You know, <laughs> I've been really fortunate that I stumbled across Success North Dallas about a year and a half ago, and I have seen you in action putting in place your three A's. And the one that I love the most about you is that you're approachable. Well, when you when you think about it and you think about life, if, if you are not approachable, and let's take it back one because there are three A's. Mm -hmm. If you're not accessible, if I can't find you, I may be your next million dollar customer. True. Or you may be mine. I may be your next hire. And once you find me, I have to welcome you. I have to be approachable. I have to make you feel like you're the most important person there. Basically put, I've got a love on you. I can't be looking around the room for somebody else. And then once we're to that point, then I have to be accountable. Dot, dot, dot to the relationship that you're building from the first encounter. And rest assured, my friends out there, you don't know when that's going to occur. I love the story that you tell about the parking lot. Oh. Can you tell our viewers about that? That's the best. I actually had that happen the other day, too. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. let me take you to the parking lot at your favorite, 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 uh, let's say, movie theater. And there's going to be not only a play, but it's going to be hosted by an incredible MC. You can't, you've, you've been waiting for a long time to see this person. And folks, you're coming into the parking lot. You found your parking space almost, and some jerk cuts you off. He gets out. He doesn't even acknowledge you, and he walks in. And the next time you see this person... He's walking on stage. He's that incredible MC, that person you thought you were going to like, no love. And now, basically, you detest him. That's you don't know when it's going to happen. And rest assured, it will occur when you least expect it. That is the accountability side of it. So you've got accessible. I've got to be able to find you. You've got approachable. When I find you, you've got to make me feel like I'm the most important person there. And then you've got to be accountable to that relationship that hopefully will go on a lifetime. That is so awesome. I never get tired. In fact, I was a guest on a podcast the other day and gave you huge props, and I totally used your material. So hope you don't mind. Not at all. <laughs> so I know that you recently wrote a book. 
being a catalyst for success. It's amazing. Um, and so walk me through that. What prompted that and how did that feel to get to get published? Well, when I started that journey three years before, mm-hmm. it was one of the toughest journeys I'd ever embarked on in my life. Writing about me, writing about Success North Dallas, my role in it. And I finally just got to the point. I took 60,000 words and did this. Put it on the shelf and forgot about it. Said, go away. This is tough. I met a gentleman named Mitchell Levy, Avat Books. And Mitchell and I had several conversations in San Francisco, then again in New York City. We're all involved. We're involved in the C-Suite and Hero Club together. And he said, why don't you just get off that thing you're sitting on and do it? And I said, okay. And the book was done in six months. Wow. Six months. And the thing that prompted me the most was a statement that he made. You have a story to tell. If you don't tell it, someone else will tell it for you, and you will not like the way it's been told. Whoa. So I took these 60,000 words and condensed them down to about 6,000. And the book, being, being a Catalyst for Success, has a subtitle, The Fulfilling Life of a Servant Leader. And that fulfilling life of a servant leader is the life I've been blessed to lead because of the incredible people I have in my circle. But talk to us about that. Why do you have those incredible people in your circle? Because that doesn't happen for everybody, and it's not always natural. Well, if you look back to something as simple as the golden rule, Mm -hmm. do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Difficult as it may be, if you try to think about that first, because you see in, in, in the networking world, two people meet each other, wham, 80% chance both of those cards are going to the trash, mm-hmm. 95% chance one of them will. Why don't you do something just a little bit different? Maybe it's how you present the card. Maybe it's the card has a corner off of it. Maybe the card has a story to tell when you present it, but something just a little bit different. But there's a contest called the 118, and the 118 is the average elevator ride, 118 seconds in New York City. You have eight seconds to tell me who you are and 110 seconds to find out everything you can about me Mm -hmm. while leaving a simple hook, such as, I really want to know more about what you do. Just a simple hook. You got eight seconds about you. That's it. The other 110 is about me. And it's a beautiful thing when you think about it. But that's, that's the first stage of networking, when two people meet each other. The next stage is when you start thinking about it like this, weaving networks together. Because as we weave our network together, you may be weaving the network, your network with the producer of the show or with the owner of Real News PR, Jeff mm-hmm. Crilly. And he may be weaving it another way. And that 5,000-person network has suddenly become 100,000. That's net weaving. And then the ultimate of networking is that servant leadership. When you meet somebody, you lead with the thought in your head, what can I do, who can I introduce this person to that will help them or that they will be able to help? And that's the ultimate. So you have networking, net weaving, and then simple servant leadership. 
which it brings it all together. Because you see, how can I be helped? You always translates into how can I help time and time again. Absolutely. So we were so fortunate that one of my asks of you was that you come and teach my team. And so I was going to share a little funny with you because after you left and they love the net, sorry, net weaving. And after you left, Jason was saying, and yeah, when you do it wrong, it's net knocking. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good phrase yeah. because two people really are knocking their heads together. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that. Um, I read a book this weekend that totally reminded me of you called the go giver. Yes. Have you read that? I've book? read that book. You, I'm telling you, you were front in my mind as I read that book because, you know, and there's been many times, the first time I came up to you and asked you for something, I was like, Bill, would you please, you know, and you were like, of course I will. And I was like, really? You just said yes. I was so excited, but that's you, you, you don't say no, unless you absolutely have to. So, um, and, and I think that goes back to the servant leadership as well. So another initiative that I wanted to cover with you today is your young executives. Oh, I knew your heart was going <laughs> to melt when I said that. Uh, I'm a proud grandfather. My grandson will be one year old, September the 6th. I saw his pictures. He's and cute. I am so excited about him. And I'm so excited about the young professionals because I'm a dad again. Yep. It's, it's just like I'm and I thought these young people, I thought, wow, this is a great group that they've pulled together. And in a year or so, they'll really have this thing down pat. It took them two months. Yeah. I didn't even know what to say. But I did do one thing I think correct. I acted like a dad that really cared. Mm-hmm. I walked into the first meeting of the core group. I gave them the Success North Dallas history, the mores behind it, and the goals ahead. And I said, now... I'm going to get up and I'm going to leave and leave this in your hands because you see, I do not speak your language and I want this to be in your language, not mine. And I've done nothing but go back, say hello at a meeting, at one of their board meetings. I've not participated and I've given them their head lead and they are like racehorses in the gate. They've been released and they're running. So folks, let these young people run. Let them do their thing, and they're going to blow you away. Absolutely. I'll tell you, my company, my managing partners at VIP were so impressed with the program that they sponsored two of our uh, executive recruiters to join, which I thought was so forward-thinking. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. It's also companies like VIP Search, companies that come forth and come to the head of the line and say, no, we're not going to wait in line. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. It's companies like yours that are making the difference that help things like this to not only start, but to grow and mature into something great. Absolutely. So I think I know the answer to this. Would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Neither. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I'm all of them. Now, okay. what I am, what I like to say is when people ask me if my glass is half full or half empty, I say neither. Okay. My glass is overflowing because if not to overflow, there'd be no room to pour more in mm. and I could touch far less people. So I say my glass is overflowing. 
So I'm Niagara Falls in many ways. I'm overflowing with love, care, kindness for my fellow men and women. And so that makes me an extrovert. Not really. It makes me a caring vert. Oh, my gosh. I think we have a new term. We're going to have to hashtag that, a caring vert. Why not? Love it. Love it. Okay. So um, going back to Success North Dallas, um, let's say that you did have an introvert that probably wasn't comfortable. What three pieces or two pieces of advice would you give that introvert to work their way into the crowd? First would get a wingman or wingwoman. So smart. Somebody to go with you. Somebody that understands it, perhaps somebody that knows the crowd, maybe the founder of the group, but get a wing person to go with you and let that person do some front-end interactions and then talk with that person beforehand. And once he or she has got a conversation started with you and somebody else, that person just needs to ease back into the background because she started your engine, she's got you going, and she needs to just move away. But that's a true wing person. Love it. And I would have somebody like that. Secondly, I would know something about the industry that's sponsoring it. Okay. And I would try to find three to five people that I already knew that would be there. Not to go talk to. I already know them. Mm -hmm. But just to have a comfort factor to look over and say, oh, I see John over here. God, I'm glad he's here. Go back to the conversation. Because it's an anchor. Gotcha. that you have and the third thing i would go early and i would stay late because those first few times that you go you see the mechanics behind it mm -hmm. and you see the closing at the end and you say oh this is easy i can do this right but i think that wing person is the key you know one other thing that i think is important when you decide that you're going to join a networking group is consistency would you agree with that Familiarity does not bring contempt, as they say. Familiarity brings business. Yeah. I'm going to do business with, I'm going to hang with people that I see more than once. You know, I was told a story about doing business in China. They said, oh, the first two or three times over here, we won't do business with you. When you've been here 10 times to let us know you really care, that's when we'll start doing business with you. And that applies here as well. Awesome. Awesome. One of the issues that we deal with with our candidates, um, as you know, we're, we, we're doing this podcast to give value to our candidates and also to our clients, right? And one of the questions that we get a lot is, how do you answer the weakness question and how do you overcome it? Do you have any advice for them on that? Define the weakness question. So, so many times when our candidates will go interview with our clients, they'll say, what is your greatest weakness? What's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? And one word, honesty. Second word, transparency. Third word, be real. That's it. Okay. A weakness is not a weakness unless you make it a weakness. A weakness can be a strength if you portray it properly. The strength being that, oh, my last two people that had this job that did so well in it, they had the same weakness. That's great. As opposed to trying to fish your way out of it. Don't. Transparent, honest, be real. Love it. Love it. So where did you see, I mean, Success North Dallas is going to be 31 years old. It is. We're in our fourth decade. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you see the future going? I mean, you've been doing this for so long. It's amazing. I don't, and there's probably other networking 
organizations out there that have been around as long, but I don't know of them. I don't either. So, especially one that has 200 people in attendance every month, that has speakers flying from all over the world, never paid a speaker expenses. Our members, they've started 92 companies. There's Ernst & Young Entrepreneurs of the Year in the room. There's there's authors, 52 of them, not books, 52 published authors. And so many things have come out of that room. It's It's just amazing. So... They come out because it's a safe space. Mm -hmm. It was designed to be a safe space where people could come and be real, where they wouldn't get cards shoved in their face, where pitch bookers wouldn't be running around trying to sell it, where people wouldn't be selling from the lectern with an expectation that you buy. Somebody said, Bill, no coins trade hands in that temple. I said, what temple? Success North Dallas. And I said, wow, you're right, because we've kept that aspect out. We've kept the card pushers out. Mm -hmm. Our members self-police. They'll call me up and say, I, I told so-and-so to either put their cards up or leave. I hope I didn't do something wrong. I say, of course not. Wow. This is the culture that we have. And it is the culture. You know, one of my life-isms is always a double win. If it ever ceases to be a double win, fix it or get out now, not tomorrow. And we try to keep success north dallas a double win for everybody there my first ism if it's not fun don't do it if you have to do it find a way to make it fun first you can my mentor herb kelleher and i put that one together to put it together together literally yeah sitting in his office at southwest airlines and the final one i think everyone needs to remember especially when they go into networking is i'm always doing great the definition of great may vary greatly from day to day, but I'm always doing great. And quite candidly, I don't want to have a conversation with somebody with a frown on their face, somebody that's moping around. I want that up person. I want that person that's there for a genuine reason. I want that person that got there early and stayed late because they didn't want another $40 piece of rubber chicken at a luncheon. I want those people in my space. Well, I think you've definitely attracted those type of people because I don't think I've met a single person at Success North Dallas that has not been welcoming and authentic and pretty much, you know, em embodied the culture that you've created there. So I want to go back to your business card for just a second because I love for two reasons. Number one, I want to tell everyone the real clever way you came up for us to hand out our business cards. But you always hand out your business card a very specific way. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, first of all, let me jump to the name tag. Okay. <laughs> name tag, always on your right-hand yes. lapel. So we make right-eye to right-eye contact. Business cards, 15 years now. I've not given a business card away, even if you've asked for it, that I haven't asked your permission again. May I give you my business card? Even if you've asked, people say, well, yeah, I ask, or, oh, Oh, well, well, sure. And I hand my business card to them, two-handed, like they do in Asia. Mm -hmm. Now they're doing a lot in Europe. And I look down at it. I don't look up. I look down at the card, so they look down at the card. And then I point out the logo. Success is what we all aspire to. And in the center of the logo, the C's are interconnected. The interconnecting C's are the way they do it. I turn the card over, and it says connecting the right people for the right reasons at the right time and I simply say how may I connect you and that is the art of the card now the card has one corner 
the drowned. Now, I can't tell you how many hundred people, hundreds of people have asked me, was this a die cut or did you save some? Why did you, why is it rounded? So you'd ask. Very simple. You know, it was so funny the first time that uh, Marissa came with me to help set up Success North Dallas with you. Yes. And that was the, I was just cracking up because she's like, oh, I love his card. I love that little corner cut off. This is great. And the texture is different. I was like, oh, you so need to tell Bill that. He will love that. <laughs> I'm smiling at her right now because <laughs> she's out in the production room. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I really loved about you, too, is that, I mean, going back to you give and you give without expecting anything in return. You are a go-giver. But when my team came to you after the luncheon, you they were like, you know, we don't know what to do with our cards. And on the back of our cards, well, I'm going to say on the back of our cards now, we have all our information. And on the front of the cards, it says VIP. And you looked at it and you go, I know exactly how you need to hand this card out. You're going to hand it out with the VIP showing and saying, this is your new name tag. Just so happens my information's on the back. <laughs> so clever. It was so easy. When you look at your logo and you see it on the back, on the front now of a red card. Yeah. VIP. Honest gosh, may I give you your new name tag? This is what you are to, to me. Yeah. And oh, by the way, my information's on the back. I, it just came naturally because what a great opportunity. What a great deal. It was, and, and you were just like, okay, that's yours. Use it. I'm not even going to charge you for it. I charge my other clients a ton for stuff like that, but. Here you go. It was so awesome. You got some great people. I do. You got some great people. I, that was we had about an hour and a half worth of just downright fun. Well, I think office. they kept you for another thirty minutes after that. I was there two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. It was so awesome. Um, okay, so I think we're about ready to get to our and I'm hitting the table to our VIP hot questions. Are you ready? I think I probably need a drink of water okay, before get that. Okay, a drink of a water. VIP, VIP hot questions. Yeah, and these are questions we ask at the end of every show, and they're just intended hmm. to give us a little insight into Mr. Bill Wallace. All right. So the first question is. If you were one of the, if you were chosen to be one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? The first thing would be a Bible. The second thing would be an American flag. And the third thing would be he or she that did the engineering to get us there so we can get back. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Okay, my second question. What is one thing you do to start your day every day to set you up for success? I have a couple of devotionals. My spiritual life is very important to me that I read. One of them is, happens to be written by my son, Dr. Brant Wallace, and goes around the world in 19 countries. But I read two devotionals. I read a column from a gentleman by the name of Jim Denison, and then I sit for a little bit because you see the night before I've already laid out my to-dos for today mm -hmm. so I just sent and focus on those to-dos and are those really the important ones Gotcha. and I prioritize to make one priority at a time a second priority a third to where my entire desk is not covered with all the things I need to do it's simply covered with one thing I need to do and I do everything I can on that I set it aside as a complete task or a B task and I go to the next one I love that. I actually get up and journal every single morning, and I think that's so important, and I do something very similar. You put yours in order at night. I put mine in order in the morning first thing and then choose out my big three that need to get done, and I map out my day. So I love that you do that. I think 
I, I think for you to be successful, you have to set up your day for success. It's not just your day for success, too. If I may share another thing. Absolutely. I do something at the end of each quarter called a ROT scale. Okay. And ROT was not the acronym ROT would be the chief accounting term, return on time. I take my calendar. I look at every block of time. And I ask myself five questions. One, did I make a difference? Two, did I create an opportunity to enhance my revenue? Three, did I make revenue? Four, did I make a difference in a single person's life? And five, did I have fun? Two quarters in a row, if that activity gets an X, it's out of my activities. And that's the best time management tool I've ever found in my life because it makes you look in an overview, Mm -hmm. not a specific view to one activity that you're doing each day or daily. It makes you look at all of them and how do they fit together because synergy and synergistic use of time is, I think, the best way to look at your time. I'm going to so use that. I'm going to put that in the show notes for everybody as well. That'll cost you. I'm not sure if he's serious or not. <laughs> of course I'm not. <laughs> you're so awesome, Bill. Um, my last question for you. If your life's work was being summarized in a news article, what would the headline be? Wallace's footprints walked through here. Oh, I like that. Tell me why. Not a name on a building because Maya Angelou made a very impactful statement and I really took it to heart. Your legacy is all of the people you've touched as you've walked through this life. And I don't know that I have the quote exactly right, but that's the intent mm-hmm. of the quote. And it's not about having my name on a building. It's just simply somebody saying, Wallace's footprints walk through here. That is amazing. How do people get in touch with you? Bill at successnorthdallas.com. Bill at SuccessNorthDallas.com. Also, go to our website, which is SuccessNorthDallas.com, and sign up for our emails to stay in the know because we've got some incredible speakers coming, activities coming up, and also you can find out a little bit more about my favorites, the young executives. Yes, (laughs) indeed. And so just real quick, I'm glad you brought that up, and I know we're running out of time. But you talk about your great speakers, and I, I've been there. I can attest to the speakers you get. But can you just tell us a couple, maybe three, that you've had in the last year that you thought were, you know, noteworthy? And I know one. Who? Bob Thornton. Bob Thornton. Wow. R.L. Thornton the third. Yeah. Bob Thornton. Telling stories, a Dallas storytelling hour. He told stories of Dallas, which there were people in the room who have been here 15 or 20 years, and they were saying, I didn't know that. I didn't know that unbelievable man i met him when we had uh michael gerber the author of Mm e-myth flew in from california and michael and uh bob happened to know each other and bob comes up to me after the meeting and he pokes me in the chest he said you're a native dallasite i need to take you to lunch and that was one of the most incredible lunches i've ever had i sat for two and a half hours listening to this man tell stories and incredible speaker then craig hall calls Hall Office Park. Craig's a multi, multi billionaire. Mm-hmm. Properties in 38 states, four wineries. Makes really good wine. Oh, he does. <laughs> and expensive. But that's another story right. for another <laughs> podcast. Wine of the hour. There you go. But uh, Craig called about his new book, 
And he said, my book is, will be coming out, and I would like to – I said, are you looking for a place to speak? He said, yes, I am. And I said, fine. When's it coming out? So we rearranged the schedule, and his first talk, boom, reigniting the, the startup. Boom, reigniting the startup. And the book cover, cover has a great big boom on it. And he spoke – and he blew the room mm -hmm. away because this guy, the first time he spoke for me, and he's been a dear friend, was Perfect Score, an entrepreneur's entry into the wine. And this was kind of his wife's love, too, his wife. And so there was a certain enthusiasm there with that book. But when it became, came to the entrepreneur book, he blew the room away about five years, four or five years apart. And so that night we went to a reception at his publisher's home oh, wow. in the Park Cities. And Jan laughed and said, you even scooped me on my own author. He spoke for you first. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so awesome. we have these things happen. But when the head of Scotland Yard flies over to speak, yeah, people from India, you, I got a call from a guy named Dan Clark. I didn't know who Dan Clark was. And he said, you have a 25th anniversary coming up, and I'm your speaker, and I've at a conference that week in Vegas, but I've changed some things up so I can be there to speak at your meeting. And I said, well, who's Dan Clark? Right. Well, he's one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's the Bob Hope. He's been on more air bases. He's a former uh, football player. He's a poet. He's a singer. But he commands huge fees. And I said, you know we don't. He said, I know you don't pay speakers their expenses, and I'm coming because of the people in the room. That is and so because awesome. of the respect other the speaking community has for you and for Success North Dallas. So these are the magical things that have happened. Uh, we've been talking with Stedman Graham, Ross Perot Jr., Brent Ryan. We're working with Dr. Ben Carson to come back for a special event again. Ben Carson spoke a month after he declared for president. And I said to him, we'll figure out something to, I know you have a lot of expenses and all, and that man said to me, he said, I know the tenets of your organization, and I will not be the one that violates those. He came in with two staffers on his own dime Tuesday night, left after the meeting Wednesday on his own dime, went wow. back to where he was speaking at. And so those it's magic. I've got the greatest job in the world, Casey. You truly do. And you've heard this before. I get to put two people together, take a step back, and watch the magic happen. And believe me, it's magic. Well, Bill, I so appreciate you saying yes to coming on the show and for having this conversation with me. I could sit and listen to you for hours, and I, I think I do still quite a bit of your time, so thank you for that as well. Um, and they can reach you at bill at successnorthdallas.com um, if they have any other questions, or they can certainly reach out to us as well, and we will put you in contact with Bill and members of his team. And you meet the third Wednesday the third Wednesday of every month from 7 to 9 a.m. at Prestonwood Country Club on Preston Road in Dallas. There are two Preston Road Woods now. Oh, really? Yes, there's one up north in Plano, and there's the one in Dallas. So make sure you come to the one in Dallas. <laughs> and make sure you RSVP, because our room is standing room only almost every meeting. Absolutely. I can be a witness to that. So, well, Bill, with all that, I just want to leave you with this. You are a VIP. As are you, my dear friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here today.
And that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com.